May 14th, John chapter 8, verses 1 through 20. Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives, but early the next morning he was back again at the temple. A crowd soon gathered, and he sat down and taught them. As he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and Pharisees brought a woman they had caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the very act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, All right, stone her. But let those who have never sinned throw the first stones. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to her, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. Jesus said to the people, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't be stumbling through the darkness, because you will have the light that leads to life. The Pharisees replied, You are making false claims about yourself. Jesus told them, These claims are valid, even though I make them about myself. For I know where I came from and where I am going. But you don't know this about me. You judge me with all your human limitations. But I am not judging anyone. And if I did, my judgment would be correct in every respect, because I am not alone. I have with me the Father who sent me. Your own law says that if two people agree about something, their witness is accepted as fact. I am one witness and my Father who sent me is the other. Where is your Father? they asked. Jesus answered, Since you don't know who I am, you don't know who my Father is. If you knew me, then you would know my Father too. Jesus made these statements while he was teaching in the section of the temple known as the treasury. But he was not arrested, because his time had not yet come. Good morning, my refuge, brothers and sisters. This is Chris McGee uh, communicating with you in my last couple of days here in second phase. You know, through the whole process and coming towards the end here, I'm definitely feeling some mixed, mixed emotions, um, a lot of bittersweet feelings during this transitions. Mostly good, but you know, some things I taking a close look at and just being cautious of. This is my second, and I promised myself, final attempt at the 13-month process here at the Refuge. So uh, just let me start off by saying how truly, truly blessed I am. Uh, and I give all the glory to God for the Refuge allowing me to come back to fulfill my commitment that I made the first time. I was going to start off by just a, a quick testimony about before I came into the Refuge. Um, before come, Again, before coming in the Refuge the first time in... Uh, in May of 2018 I would describe myself as a vapor of a man completely absent of any valuable relationship in my life 
most importantly, my relationship with God. I had devoured the relationships with my wife, kids, and remaining family members. I lived every day for sin, instant gratification, and every drop of every bottom of every bottle of liquor or drugs I could find. My first time coming to the refuge, I entered as an empty vessel, completely physically and emotionally broken. I was just searching for something that would help me regain anything that resembled the life that I had once had. What I didn't realize is, I had it all wrong. A couple weeks into first phase, God was showing me that the old man could be no more and the only way to true redemption and restoration was that a new man must be born. And I'm sitting here today to tell you that's exactly what happened. The first time I embraced the process, I humbled myself as much as I could, or at least you know what I thought I could, and I turned to the Lord for his guidance. And man, did he begin to move. Throughout second and the beginning of third phase, I was looking and, and honestly, I was feeling amazing you know, physically. Um, you know, on the inside, emotionally. I had a power and confidence in me that was not in my own placement. Even my wife and kids were uh, beginning to be restored in my life. And we even, we boasted together, my wife and I, on what God had done for us already and what he was going to do for us in the future. And we found power in the presence because we had hope for the future. I learned that God and his son Jesus through the refuge had given me the closest desires of my heart back. And that's where beginning of, or when I was able to go home in third phase on home visits, uh, that's where, uh, you know, my, my eventual exit started on one of those home visits, a very close Christian friend of mine, the one that I hadn't spoken to for years, just because of the lifestyle and the, the decisions I had made throughout the years, um, decided he needed to distance himself from me came back into my life and reached out to me and presented me with an amazing job opportunity. Uh, one that I viewed as only from a sign, a sign from God, this person in my life, who I knew would be good accountability and I'd be in a good environment. So I manipulated myself um, into believing that this was honestly you know, from God because of you know, the, the situation and, and how he came into my life. The only issue was, I had to leave the refuge. It was an immediate opening and I had to leave. I had to cut myself or my time short at the refuge. But I didn't act impulsively. I prayed with my wife for the next couple of weeks while continuing my walk here at the refuge. But in the end, almost eight months into the process, I decided to leave. What I, what I didn't realize, I remember that day pulling away from the Sullivan house, what I didn't realize Pulling away that day, you know, with all the confidence in myself that I was making the worst decision, probably at least one of the worst decisions I had ever made. Like I said, I left with the confidence. I left with my hair on fire and a heart full of Jesus. But what I forgot I had packed before I left, what had been doing push-ups in the back of my mind the entire time during the eighth month eight months here getting ready for the battle was my pride and man truly I tell you was it about to show its true power 
for the first couple months, I I read read I read my Bible. Uh, you know, I, I put on my armor. I did everything I, I thought I was supposed to do, and what I learned here at the refuge. Talked to brothers, stayed in community. Uh, but but Scripture says it is better to have never known me than to know me. Turn your back on me and walk in disobedience. God through through my actions and my disobedience showed me how true these words could ring. I was trying to walk in God in, I was trying to walk in God's will but just found myself walking in in my own through my own selfish pride. And I decided that it was re- I was ready to take the driver's seat back. The next nine months while while maintaining over while still maintaining the job I had left where I lost everything again, God had restored back to me back to me, my wife, my kids, I had no home, drinking and using twice as much than the first time I came in the previous fifteen years. And was not just physically and emotionally broken, but this time I was spiritually broken. I had turned and I was at a complete disconnect with God. My pride had taken back over driving my life and I crashed into every barrier in front of me for some reason the Lord let me keep the job I broke my 13 month commitment for before he took back everything else he had restored to me during those 8 months after fighting enough after again after losing everything again and just being a Again, that vapor of a man. I fought hard enough to push my pride to his side just for a moment, just long enough to reach out to my brothers that I still had here at the refuge that I knew I could turn to in my time of need. And on December 30th of this past year, I came in this time, or I came in again. This time, I came in with no expectations, just ready to let God move in my life according to his will and timing. My goal this time, which I say to you know, say to other brothers, or I always try to you know remind myself of, is to not lose that gratitude and thankfulness that His kingdom is still promised to a disobedient sinner like me. Throughout this time, I have done my best so far to strip myself down to my rawest form, so I could let God build me back up to what He created me to be. I know that pride is still doing those push-ups in the back of my mind, my mind, but I know as long as I am walking with the Lord, with Him up front, that the pride will never live in my world again. The restoration is still there with my family, but not as quickly or impactful as it was the first time, and honestly, I am blessed for that. I have set up healthy boundaries this time to maximize my focus and vision on on the Lord, and that's what I intend on continuing to do. To quote Chad Kitchens, actually, he told me once, or he told a group of us once, I have eight months left, but I do not have eight months more left here at the refuge. I have eight more months to get it right. And that's what I intend to do. If I can leave you with one, with anything, let it be this. When you get the inevitable thought when it comes of wanting to quit, Do not internalize it. Hold that thought captive for a second. Grab it by its throat and choke it out. 
find the nearest trash can and throw that thought into the trash can and, and then follow up by throwing more trash on top of that top of that thought so that thought becomes so disgusting you will never want to pick it back up again I apologize for that being a descriptive way of putting that but it helps me after that turn to God for his guidance and wisdom and turn to your brothers for strength you will persevere thank you for your time I love you all very much and may God continue to bless you all